0: Hello, what's going on? My name is Rich Ryan. Welcome back to Torque Talks. It's been a while, but we have some race updates for you today. We have Logan Broadbent and Annie Doobie talking about their fourth place finishes, respectively, in each race at West Virginia. So we go through what the course was like, what the B's were like, how everybody did, just general speaking of the the course itself so this was probably torque's best showing collectively as a team throughout the year there have been a couple podium finishes uh, annie and logan in particular but this one as, as a team everyone performed really well so we had logan in fourth place in the men's race we had annie in fourth place in the women's race mark Goddet finished fifth in the men's race which is his best u.s national series race to date and Jamie Brusa finished 11th, which ties her best so far this year. So overall, we had a great showing at West Virginia on what was a brutal course. And you'll hear exactly why and all of the ins and outs of the course itself. So we're starting with Logan, finishing with Annie. Let's do it. One, I'm,
1: I'm curious. We've about boomerangs for days. I'm
0: curious about it. So Logan, hello. Hey, what's up, Rich? Not much, man. so first question how many bee stings?
1: uh two two? two yeah, only two I think um I think what happened was Ryan Atkins ran through and just swatted this hornet's nest uh, as he was passing before everybody else got there and they just attacked us cold-blooded veteran move veteran move smart from the Canadian
0: he he knew where to where to make his move he established himself in front there that's like uh. I don't know. Mario Kart, usually you have bad, you get like bad options right. when you're in first, right?
1: Like the red shell right to the tailpipe.
0: Yeah. But usually yeah. if you're in first place, you get like bananas, you get green shells. You never get like a lightning. He was in first place and got a lightning bolt.
1: Exactly. And he used it on everybody.
0: Everybody got it.
1: But instead, <laughs> of, instead of shrinking down to a really small size, we all got pummeled with. Beasting, so we actually swelled up and <laughs> inflated up yeah
0: <laughs> did you know what was happening like when you were
1: no i had no idea i didn't know until the end and everybody else was like beast beast <laughs> and i was like oh that's why my ankle hurts so much right now and then we went rock climbing afterwards we went up to summersville lake and i was climbing these cliffs to you know cliff jump And put my hand right into a hole that had like a hornet's nest. So I got stung two more times in the arm. Oh my God. I haven't been stung in years. And then I just got stung like six times in the same day. I'm like, this is ridiculous.
0: I was thinking like the last time I got stung by bees, same thing. Yeah. I live in the middle of the city. I see bees never, never like, you know, like I'm sure you're same way. It's like, you're not like battling this. So, but you, they, they rough living down in West Virginia.
1: It shook up the race, man. It shook things up. People were feeling it.
0: Who got it the worst? Did you hear any like Annie? I talked to Annie and she got four.
1: Yeah. Uh, Vierman was complaining about it. Woods was complaining about it. Those guys, they complained about a lot. Complaining. You know? I mean, those yeah. guys was <laughs> weak. Um, but no, I don't know who got it the worst, really. It was, uh, I think everybody, you know, most people got hit once or twice. I'm I'm worried about the open waivers who came through there I know. a little bit later.
0: Do you think they should have taken off people off course?
1: Nah, probably not. I mean, if you're really deathly allergic, you probably carry an EpiPen and I hope like some of the volunteers or some of the Spartan, you know uh, you know, the first aid guys had, had those, but yeah. Otherwise you just gotta, I mean, you can't, you you can't anticipate bees everywhere. Like you can't scope out the entire course for bees, right? They're setting up the course. You set it up. You look for, they don't even care about footing really. I mean, why should they, it's an obstacle course race. Um, but yeah, I mean, as long as they're not running you through a lion's den or a bear a bear trap or something. It be-
0: it's really would be hard to tell. I'm sure they had no idea in the moments when like they were running the tape through. I mean, maybe they saw some bees or hornets or whatever they were, but yeah. Um, yeah. it just happens. I've heard – I saw one time a guy he posted on – he got like in a Jacksonville race, like a sandbag or something. He was rolling around. And he saw got some fire ants. So like this stuff happens. It does. You no, know, this stuff happens.
1: Even poison ivy. You know, I've gotten poison ivy at races, right? Yeah. Like savage races where like you have to lay back and do the wheel thing. Right. And we're all laying backwards in poison ivy. And I checked like two days later and everybody has poison ivy on their butt crack and their back. That's it the was word. It's a mess.
0: Would you yeah. rather have poison ivy or bee stings?
1: Depends where you have it.
0: Hmm
1: where you have it these yeah. things they you'll you bounce back from bee sting in no time i'd much rather have beasting bee sting than, than poison ivy it's not
0: gonna spread like you gotta take care of yourself and make sure you gotta be disciplined with poison ivy and make sure you're not
1: right right you want don't be scratching don't be spreading it don't be mm-hmm. hugging your loved ones right you gotta steer clear
0: feels really good to scratch poison ivy anyway you got fourth four. place in this race
1: oh yeah i did yeah now we're four minutes into this uh Conversation. I did. I took fourth place. At fourth this place, part, right where I belong. You know. How would you feel about it? Um, I felt good. You know, I felt good. I felt like uh, third place was certainly within reach. Um, you know, I made a couple of typical Logan mistakes uh, out on this course um, <laughs> that we can talk about. But uh, but I actually felt really good for the race itself. I mean, I got up early. I warmed up a lot. My engine was revved at the start, which anybody who watches the recap, they're like, why is Mark Battress and Logan like going out as hard as they are? Uh, I didn't, I wasn't running that hard, right? I wasn't going that hard. I just didn't have that, that pickup to where, you know, to where you get to, um, you know, where that takes guys a little bit of time to get there. I just, I, you know, at the line, my heart rate was elevated and uh, I was, my muscles were, were ready to go.
0: Which is appropriate, right? Like, and and it's not, you weren't necessarily waiting for others to run your race, which is kind of how it should be. Right. And it seemed like Batcher yeah. did the same thing. And he's like, well, I'm just going to take, I'm just going to assert myself here and go. And yeah. And you, it's not like you, and you weren't like neck and neck. Like he didn't necessarily drag you out. It didn't seem. No. You no. just kind of were running.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to, like, stay on his heels or get ahead of him or anything at that point. I was like, well, I'm just going to run what I feel is comfortable, right, for me, for this distance of race and uh, and see where I am. And I didn't expect – I expected more people to be up with us than I did expect us to be back with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it seemed like it was – and I'm sure if Atkins decided to run with you or to go with oh, yeah. Mattress – yeah, he could have for sure. And like the rest of the group would have also. So he was still kind of dictating the pace in third and fourth place.
1: Yeah. You know? I'm not somebody I'm not somebody that people feel they need to go with right now. I, I don't think, right? I'm not an Adkins or a DJ or a, you know, at least maybe
0: Woods can drag if that yeah, was of course Woods, yeah. if he was out there, I'm sure people would have like not taken uh would have gone gone with him as well. So what are you right. thinking at that point? When you're you're pretty solidly um, and you were in first for a while, but there was a little bit more, more clutter when you ended up in first, yeah. but like when you're kind of out there and it's Battress who did kind of seem like he was hammering a little bit. Um, but how, and you're, and you're just kind of riding doing your thing and sitting in second. What, what were you thinking at that point? How, what was your mindset like?
1: Yeah, well, my mindset was, uh, well, first. Am, am I am I doing something wrong at this point? Why aren't there more people like with me at this point? Which makes you, you're always going to stop. Well, not stop, but you're always going to think about that right at that point. Um, I was happy to have Mark uh, be choosing a line through some of the more technical sections, which as many of us know, it takes a lot of mental energy to, which translates to physical energy to have to choose like where you're running as you're running through the woods. So, uh, you know, I only split off and, like, went a different direction from him a couple times where I thought he could have chosen a better line. Um, but it was nice to have him in the lead, right, to kind of do that uh, diving into the woods. Um, and then, you know, at some point I had, uh, I had taken the lead on the log carry. And log carries for me are so much easier than all the other carries. I can really just fly through those. I don't know if it's the balance or the weight distribution or what it is, but, um, uh, but that's where I took the lead. And then we came into a, you know, steady rolling Hills, couple pretty decent climbs after that. And, um, you know, I decided to just kind of take it back just a little bit. And when Ryan came up to me, when Atkins came up to me, uh, during the run, uh, he said, uh, Hey man, can I give you? Hey, uh, can I give you a piece of advice? <laughs> as we were running, and he's like, "Just slow it down. Just, just take it back just a step, and then, and then push in the second half." And I'm like, you know, some people would take that as like, "What are you talking? You, you know, what, who are you to tell me that?" But right. it was Ryan Atkins telling me that. <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, man, that's that's actually pretty good advice." And he, and he and I have ran together, you know. Uh, you know quite a bit uh in different races and stuff and uh so it came from a place of absolute like love and respect and uh and I really really appreciated it because he was right so I tapered back just a little bit took my you know even though I didn't feel like I was pushing super hard um you know he could tell that you know, maybe I was breathing heavier than I should have been or something and, hmm. and so uh so I came back a little bit I let Battress get ahead um and kind of hung there in like the fourth, fifth position for a little while.
0: So in the log carry, yeah, you, batches was still out front and the, you certainly picked a better line than he was. He was kind of in the middle of the lane and was like, like nipple height on, oh, the, yeah. on the water. He yeah, was like yeah, almost all in the, deep, all he in the, in the, the
1: water. Stuff. He was in the deep, deep stuff, man. And I passed him on the right I mean, hey, I'm going to follow the rules. I'm staying within the lines, right? But if the lines are in the reeds and it's shallower, I'm going go to totally. go through the shallower part, of course.
0: So that was just a thought, right? Like like go uh, like as close as you can to where the water meets the land yeah. and just kind of skirt by him because he was having a terrible time.
1: I know. I felt <laughs> terrible because, I mean, imagine how soft and muddy it gets over there too, right? Like not only is it deeper, but it is muckier. Yeah, I wanted to get I wanted to stay out of that soft stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. And then right. um, so like it wasn't even at that point that you were making a move. It was just like you naturally just found yourself in in first place just because like you yeah. picked a better line. You're but not it wasn't as taxing for you and you got out of it and you're just able to kind of run and cruise. Right. So you so you didn't take it as disrespect because it, it could have been taken as disrespect. What I can said.
1: No, not at all. Not at <laughs> all. No, 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 no. I didn't. No, I mean, actually I was telling people, yeah, he came up to me and he was like, Hey Logan, you should, you know, maybe, you know, Hey, just take it back a little bit. And I was like, screw you Atkins. And then I took <laughs> off down the hill. <laughs> and, then,
0: <laughs> and then we started <laughs> racing and then it was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: then I collapsed. No, yeah. It was, it was great. No, it, it was, uh I really appreciated it. You know, anytime I get advice from anybody right out there um, and it helps me like why, Yeah, you can't complain, especially coming from an athlete as well accomplished as, as Ryan is. Like, I'm gonna take any piece of advice he gives me. No, he's got to figure it out.
0: No, you do you. You say, "I got this, bro." I don't (laughs) care. I don't care who you are. Um. So this is around mile three or four, right? At this point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then it, it looks like it gets back into the woods quite a bit. Um. And at that point, like the obstacles, like. The women's race—they seem to have a hell of a time. It seemed like that was the story of most of the women running the race. Even I know uh, Lindsay and Rose—they showed the clip. They still haven't released that race. This is Wednesday we're speaking, know, but they, they um um—they—they were—they missed like even stairway to sparta, right? So like I don't think anybody ran a clean race, and Annie missed uh, beaters, just like whiffed on the bell. But oh, the yeah. I don't think many. Women were, were running clean races and that thing. So on your end, going through it first on the on the guy's side, did it seem pretty slick? I, I saw you go through monkey bars, pretty high up, pretty locked out, trying to make it as secure as possible. Um, did you feel like these obstacles were pretty missable for the guys or how were you feeling about the obstacles when you were going into them?
1: Well, they were missable if you were taking any type of risk. Right. If, if you really locked out and you know did things safely, like you didn't have to worry about it, but they were as wet as they were, as they have been at any other race, as much as, you know, we saw it in Asheville. Right. People were slipping off stuff. We saw, um, we saw Jacksonville, right. Utah was pretty dry, but yeah, it was, it was wet. Like it was very much saturated. It was very humid. We got a ton of rain the night before mm. um, big storm that came through um, which, uh, had other effects on the course, especially in the, the, the weighted, uh, in the carries and stuff. Right. Right. But yeah, it was, it was, it was really wet. So I said, Hey, not worth the risk. I'm just going to lock out and, uh, touch every handlebar.
0: Yeah. And then like, you're, you're good at, at getting through things like that. That's, that's uh, definitely the strength of yours to be able to, to be versatile, to get through the obstacles. Like I think some people get really stuck on one way. And a lot of times it's, it's, Guys who will make sure that they are locking out for pretty much everything, just because like that's the way they know. But it does take a little bit more energy. But
2: you're
0: you're good at being adaptable and being fluid, depending on what the situation is and reading that that scenario there. So, um, so the and on the guy side, the yes, the back part, the back portion, maybe the last quarter of the race seemed to be where there was a lot more. Unknowns when it comes to the obstacles, which we'll touch on, we'll touch on Hercules, we'll touch on some of the sure. sandbag stuff. But um, the how was the terrain for you guys? Like how how did you feel navigating on those parts? Because it seemed to be like a lot of from miles like four to like eight, yeah. like and nine. Like these are all back in in the wooded parts, but yep. not with really not too many obstacles at all. It seemed like a lot of, a lot like, of running, lot yeah, of running. a
1: lot of technical running and um, parts of these were on like fire and service roads, but not much. Oh, uh, right. A lot of it was straight through, um, you know, a lot of the climbs were really steep climbs and really steep descents. And those weren't on trails at all. So, um, so that was, that was really tough. And when we were running through the woods, um, it's a very thick, Thick undergrowth and like it's 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 pretty dense woods like that we're running through and so you have a lot of these small thin trees right mm-hmm. everywhere that you're trying to weave you know bob and weave through almost like uh like the weave poles if you've ever seen a dog agility course yep, like, yep, yep. You know, you're just trying to run through those um, so the footing itself was soft. Uh, ran through a couple river spots, right. With some slippery, really slippery rocks and thick mud and stuff like that. Um, But otherwise it wasn't like super thick, muddy mess. It was just sticks and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of brambles and, you know, I got my leg torn up by a blueberry bush or something like a lot of thorns and stuff like that. But it was just choosing a good line and being aggressive through, um, uh, through some of the decline, like, some of the, uh, descents.
0: Did you feel comfortable doing that? Where, Cause I know you do it like that. That's kind of your thing.
1: Right? Yeah. Always, always the more technical, the better. Um, uh, you know, it's why Indian mud run was so, was such a strong race for me because it was really technical single track. And, uh, I have a lower center of gravity, right? I do a lot of balance stuff and other things that I do and I'm able to run through and not slow down and not allow, you know, a slip or anything else to, to really, take away my momentum and so going through there uh was great i and and i wasn't cramping i didn't cramp i started feeling a little bit of twinge of a cramp like around mile 11 to 12 um but nothing that was like Kempson ran into pretty bad uh, he was cramping up a lot more mm-hmm. and I think it was part of the reason he ha- he didn't have his necessarily best race right um, was, was for that reason
0: for where we would expect him to be. And I think he ran in something similar to that to Utah. I think he had cramps pretty early in that race too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so is it when you're able to go through this type of stuff and do it quickly, you mentioned some of the things you do to prepare, but is it just trying, is it just like not even thinking about it? Or are you just yeah. t- trying to attack? Thinking,
1: not thinking about it. I mean, my, my feet do what they're supposed to do. Right. I'm always looking ahead I'm not even looking down at the next step. I'm looking at five, six steps ahead of me mm-hmm. where my feet are going to land. And, um, with enough practice, you know, running through woods and through rivers and through whatever, um, it becomes second nature. You're not thinking about what's directly underneath you. You're thinking about where my foot's going to be here in the next half to full second.
0: So this is very much about picking your line.
1: Picking your line. Yeah. Picking your line and, uh, and then using your, you know, making sure that you you're using your body eff- efficiently to to get through it, right? The way your foot falls and the way you throw your body forward is going to depend on you know on where you're stepping.
0: So, at a certain point here, when in that second sandbag carry, I think you were in sixth,
1: maybe. Yeah, I think I did. I think it may have dropped to sixth.
0: Maybe, yeah, because it was because yeah. Kempson was still in the mix there, and then Mark, I think, also picked. Mark Audet picked up the sandbag before you as well. Yep. So from that was that's like around let me, let me see where that is what mile was that sandbag carry I mean that is mile yeah, like seven
1: there.
0: yep so from miles like three to four to seven you dropped like five places like how are you feeling at this point are you feeling like you're still in control was there any concern
1: at that point a little bit of concern a little bit of concern but I knew that I had taken my foot off the gas like that I had well, i was saving it for the second half to have a stronger push so i figured coming going into and coming out of the water is going to be where i'm going to um to pick back up a few of those spots that was my intention um because i also knew we had a very steep climb somewhere around mile 10 or just after that before uh, the water right I'm usually able to push pretty hard yeah but uh, it's just after the water actually after the water. we have to go it's actually after the Hercoist, we end up going up this big right. multiple fall summit climb that's super steep where yeah, I can move pretty quickly.
0: And so is that kind of the idea like going – like save it for the swim, get through the swim, and then mm-hmm. then use the energy yeah. that we're conserving now to then push through that finish?
1: Right, right. At that point, you have about three and a half miles all right, left in the race, and that's, that's where I was just going to you know, try to gun it.
0: And a lot of that running after that big climb and there was a wall at the top and like that drop back down, a lot of that was like runnable open, running.
1: Open, runnable. I mean, still had some like pretty steep drops and stuff, but open grass in mm-hmm. a lot of places. Some uh, part of it's like a service road. Part of it's going back and forth on those, like a boardwalk, right? Type of right. deal. Yeah. That's where you can just fly. I actually really enjoy, right? That that type of running.
0: Yeah, it's nice that you get a little bit of that, and this. like you get a little bit of everything here. You really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, it's
1: great. So, com-
0: so coming into the swim, you did kind of – you found yourself back in, uh, I think, fourth or fifth at this point. I think because Battress was still in the mix too. So it was uh, the three who ended up on the podium. Then I think Battress got in the water before you, right?
1: Battress was in before Oh, me. no, who's was right yep. behind
0: you because you got in first, so you must have been at fourth in this point. Oh,
1: you're right. Yes, yep.
0: And, and so you're, you're swimming, right? And and then you're swimming.
1: I'm swimming. And then I take a right around the buoy, not realizing. So I'm staring. So I'm staring into the sun. Right. And I come around like the buoy. I think there's like a buoy at each corner that you have to go around. I'm like, man, this looks like a pretty short swim. Okay. So I hop in, take a right go down to the next buoy, take another right. And then I end up out in the middle of the lake, like in the middle <laughs> of the course, just like swimming around. I pop my head up to like spot. And I notice everybody's like yelling like, Logan, like wrong way or Or I hear Mark behind me. He's like this way. And so I turn around, you know, in the water and I'm like, oh man. I realized I just like, when I was staring into the sun, I didn't see all the buoys that were in the line. Like, right. All and uh, and so I had to swim back, go around the buoy that I missed, and just keep going. And so that wasted a ton of time, and um, and pro- and may possibly. I don't like to speculate, but it may have cost me third place.
0: Very well could have, considering where you ended up in in, in fourth yeah. at that point. It's extra energy as well to go back and it's so slow. Like even if you only totally like, slow. So slow. So you can't just like run back and get back to it. So right. it was like, yeah, so the, the buoys were kind of set up at what almost like a like a half moon, right? Kind of like guiding you like a yes. guide like a guardrail would on a road. Yep. But you got to the first or second one and thought that was a turnaround point, like a turning yep. point. Yep. Got it. I see. Foolish! Oh, that's such a bummer. It's <laughs> such a bummer.
1: It's pretty embarrassing, but uh, it was also really funny to watch back at the, at the
0: replay. <laughs> Everybody's <And> yelling. <laughs>
1: these guys going around, and I'm like, I'm just look like I'm out doggy paddling for like a swim <laughs> or something, just having a good time.
0: So, what do you think at this point, right? Because this is one of those things, and we talked about one of your uh, savage races in Ohio a couple months back. Something similar happened where. There was, was
1: a log. There was yeah. a log you're
0: supposed to be carry decided not to do it. So, right. but then they're like, Hey man, you actually gotta do this part. It's one of the obstacles. So he ran back and did it. Um, what were you thinking after the swim part? Were you were you just like, I just gotta get back to it, or were you
1: yeah, I just gotta get back to it. I just got well, I was thinking I just had to salvage as much as I possibly can at this point, and um, and so and it's sometimes when something like that happens, it it gives you like that extra adrenaline like that
0: like
1: uh, you know yeah it, it pushes you even harder and and i think it it may have in this case um mark Audette was behind us yes and he comes by and he's doing like this big kindergarten or i don't know what they call it it's like this backstroke it's like
0: With two hands
1: but backwards yeah oh. and man he was he was like Logan here, just do this. Like try this. Cause I was doing, you know, obviously freestyle, just, you know, front over. And I'm a pretty small guy. And these life vests suck. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're big and they're ball getting there in your face and whatever. And I saw him just cruising by and he was like, here, try this. Like, this is what we did with the Rangers. And I was like, man, that is awesome. So I started doing it and I was just flying. It didn't feel like I was working that hard. I was able to breathe the whole time. And, uh, And cruising. And so he was a massive help in the swim uh, for me to get through that even quicker. And he and I came out of the water pretty close together.
0: So it's like, it's essentially like a reverse breaststroke, right? Like, are you pumping your legs like a frog pump at that point? Yeah, yeah. you're
1: just kicking your legs once and like with this big pole, and then you're streamlined. And since the life vest is keeping your chest, like your upper body up on top of the water, you really glide like pretty well with each pole. Huh. And um, yeah, it was much more efficient than than even the freestyle.
0: Dude, I went to the freestyle in 2019. I was kicking so hard as I was just like, I'm just gonna make up so much ground, I'm a good swimmer, I'll do whatever. And then I got out and I was cramping like crazy. <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not-
1: you almost don't even want to kick. Like no. just give your legs a rest and just pull. But um did that be a good would you
0: would you I mean, would you do that same type of paddle, say like the Tahoe swim, which is shorter. It's very short the Tahoe swim. Like would it even be worth doing that?
1: Would it help with the cold at all, you think? Or would it matter? It would keep you warmer cuz your face is up out of the water That's true. Kind of nice. And uh yeah, you know what? I'm thinking I'm thinking I would potentially. Yeah, I I might. I okay. yeah.
0: It is such a short swim. It's just like down and back. It's like barely anything, right, right, but, right. but still, if you can get yeah, through it honestly, faster.
1: I mean, as quick as that is, like you're 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 pushing pretty hard, even with freestyle. Uh, freestyle might be faster if you're swimming that hard and that fast. And when you're in Tahoe, you're just trying to get out of the water. Yeah. The as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, or maybe they'd be comparable. I don't know. I Something fit. to consider. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, Mark got on the water sixth and came out fourth and then you yeah. and Battress were close by because then it was a bit of a climb and then you got to right. the, yeah. the herquois which everybody like the consensus was this was like the heaviest hercoist that has ever been
1: it was insane if i it felt twice as heavy as a typical hercoist like i i mean we have talked about this before right i weigh like 128 maybe a buck 30 wet and and uh uh yeah, I went to do this big pull, right? Uh, like both feet up on the fence, like just cranking this thing, and it lifted like four inches. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, this is this is horrible. So then I moved to a different bag, and then a different bag, and I probably touched six or seven bags. At this point, Godet's there. Uh, I think was. Oh yeah, uh, Bat- also there. Yeah, mattress yeah, is there as well. And then I was, I had worked my way around to the other side, right, thinking, hey, maybe there's a lighter bag over here. There wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> um, and and I think it was that big storm that came through, really saturated this, these things like deep, and they were heavy. They were super heavy.
0: That's what I even heard about like the sandbags for on the first sandbag carry that it was like almost like crete, right? It was just like concrete in those things, right. it real heavy, real like hard to kind of. And even when you could see you when you got to the sandbag, this was well earlier in the race, that we're talking about now. But it's like the first trying to pull the sandbag out of there. It was mm-hmm. almost like, oh shit, this is gonna be different. This is yeah, gonna be different. This is not what I want here. <laughs> um So you ended up burping out of turquoise. How long? Like when you first pulled it, we're you like, Oh, I might have to do this. Or was it, did, did you try a couple and then you're like, all right, fine. Or were you reluctant or I really, you just like, I got it.
1: I re- I was reluctant because I thought there's always a lighter bag in here. Right. Yeah. There's always at least one. Like I, I, I don't have trouble on her voice. Like I shouldn't burpee her voice and nobody was doing burpees up until that point. And, um, uh, but so, you know, so I, I was just looking for that lighter bag and it didn't exist. And, uh, and then, you know, I, I tried a couple, a couple pulls on one and literally like all of my, all of my weight, I could have, it it essentially would have just been a rope climb for me. I would have just climbed (laughs) that rope in the back wouldn't have gone anywhere. So, um, so then I go, so Mark gets the pole, but it takes him a lot of time. Like it's, it's still a significant amount of time. I go over to start doing burpees, Mark. I'm sorry. That was Mark. Got, got, it. He got it. Mark Battress is still pulling. Like he, he's got it about halfway and I I'm doing burpees. And at some point he's like, I, I think he, I think he yelled back to me, Logan, what number are you on or something? Or maybe it was Kempston, but uh, I was like 20 at that point. He's like, okay. So he went and did those instead. Um, yeah. So he came over, did burpees, started doing burpees with me. So you know, I, I got a little bit of a gap on him there. Um, Kepson had come through. I think he had gotten it and he and I were pretty close together when we left. So, um, mm-hmm. Kempson was in there. Okay. Yeah. Cause he, he, everybody
0: looked like it was woods did the same thing you did. He like walked all the way around. He ended up yeah. found He found one that he did end up getting up, but you like watching, uh, Atkins when he does her he, a lot of times doesn't put his leg up at all. He can just like, pull it right, one arm right. at a time. Yeah. He tried to start doing that, but then he got both his feet up on the gate. So it it was is the
1: same way that I would normally do it. Right. I mean if Adkins is doing Herquist and it looks like me doing it, you know those bags are heavy.
0: As a heavy Herquist.
1: That's a heavy hoist.
0: So at this point you are then and you only lose one one spot because of this. And like maybe Kemsen's yeah. caught up to you. Um yep. are you still being like so and this is before that last strong descent into that flat area. What's your mindset like that? Are you still in attack mode or how still are you feeling? Attack
1: mode. Still attack mode. I knew, uh, Mark Audette had taken off. Um, and it probably, you know, gotten some time on me. Um, but thought, Hey, anything can happen between tire flip and, mm. you know, the, the, rig, the multi-rig at the multi-rig. end, the Throw. there's still a lot that could happen here. So I'm going to keep attacking. Right. and, like leave it, leave it all out here. So that's that's what we did.
0: So you get through that, like the bucket and everything. And then you come up to the tire, and the tire has been a problem at this. Like yep. going into that, we're. I mean, one of your race in Jacksonville, like your strategy for tires is just like quick try, burpee quick out try of it.
1: Move, yeah.
0: Doesn't move, burpee yeah. out of it. Were you oh. thinking that same thing for here?
1: Yeah, actually, I felt a lot more confident in the tire flip here. um I felt great about the tire flip. Actually, I've been working on it and haven't had any problems. And then uh I guess there must have been a lot of water inside of the tire itself too. Uh now. So I got down there. I saw some other people struggling with the tire flip. Because
0: um, you, you're you're at this point was Veerman yeah. on the tire I was he in the Veerman
1: on the tire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or he had no maybe maybe he had just started doing burpees or something. Right. And then I had to go um you know, so I, I tried a couple poles, you know, and, and obviously it wasn't, it wasn't budging and my hands were obviously you know, was still wet. Uh, and I thought, Hey, even if I flip this over the first time, depending on how it lands, there's no guarantee I'm flipping it back. So, um, let's just go do burpees. I mean, I do burpees faster than anybody that I know. So I'm not wasting as much time as other people who have a 30 burpee penalty. For me, it'll be, I, I don't know. I've never actually timed myself. I should have that. But but yeah, I'm going to go do burpees. If Vierman's doing burpees and Mark Audetzk over there doing burpees, I should you know I should do some burpees.
0: Chances are, even though Woods did get his over and he's someone who you think might not be able to
1: – Well, yeah. you
0: and Woods both had yeah. that strategy, but he was able to flip it. And Tyler flipped his once, which, is, right. which actually takes a lot of discipline on his end to not the just switch. stick right. it out because <laughs> yeah. – I know if I flipped the ones, I would sit there all day. I'd be we've like, seen no. it bite
1: you. Yeah, we've seen it bite bite people in the past.
0: Oh yeah, and it, it actually did her hurt, her hurt Audet because he he went to four or five tires before he gave it up. Man, I yeah. know. So you have to. Yeah, I feel like it just needs to be like twenty seconds. If it's not yeah. up, that's it.
1: You got to make a decision. You got to yeah. give yourself a. You got to give yourself a cutoff, otherwise, you could be there for. For minutes and minutes and minutes.
0: And this did help you catch up to Mark in the burpee pit. And then you guys came out of that. Were you guys together or was he a little bit in front of you? He came
1: out ahead. He came out ahead of me. But then we had Rolling Thunder or Rolling Mud, whatever. Yeah, we had Rolling Mm -hmm. Mud and then the Barbed Wire. Mm -hmm. And Barbed Wire is always a really good one for me and pretty much anyone of my height. Right, we should be able to get through there pretty quick. I just walk underneath it. And I don't know what everybody else is.
0: Yeah, that, it's a pretty similar, that and the crawl tubes just run yeah, right through those exactly.
1: things. Exactly. Yeah. No, no big deal. The um, uh,
0: what was it? How long was the barbed wire? Is it standard it or was, was it longer?
1: Super long. It was pretty standard. I thought it was. Yeah, it was pretty standard. So, yeah, you know, what is that? Twenty meters or yeah, thirty yards or something, something like that. Yeah.
0: yeah and then oh, was that where you passed Mark?
1: That's where. Yeah, that must have been, yeah. It, it was either right there or right after there. But yeah, that's I think that's where I I, I passed him.
0: Because time your times are pretty close. And then it was just spear throw. Yep. Drilled it.
1: Drilled it. Yep. I knew I knew what my gap was. I knew who was ahead of me and that I wasn't going to catch Veerman at that point, given where he was. So I said, okay, take a few breaths, hit your spear. If you miss your spear, you're gonna lose, right? To mark or whoever's behind you, right? Yeah. If you hit your spear, then you're you're fine. You don't need to win by you know multi yeah, you don't need to be ahead of fifth by multiples of minutes. You just right. second. Uh so hit that and then be cautious through the multi-rig, right? Make sure you're you know, make sure you're secure with your you know with everything and and uh so it didn't look that pretty, but it was effective. I nailed the spear, no problem. Um, we had the table thing, yep, you know, and then the Vertical, vertical cargo. cargo. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, and then actually they made the multi-rig kind of difficult. They had a few rings to the long bar, and then they had two ropes at the end.
0: They Newer used, ropes. Thicker yes, ropes. New,
1: thick, slippery ropes. Yeah. Did they feel slick? Uh, They felt like they could have been slick. Yeah. I mean, the, the first one I grabbed, my hand slipped a little bit off of it, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to double up on this one. Yep. Yeah. And
0: you were locked. You were locked almost all the way out. Like you're oh yeah, sho- locked yeah. out the whole
1: time. You were way locked out, out. The, the entire yeah. time because I wasn't gonna. I wanted if I was gonna drop, I wanted to have a little bit of give. So if I slipped, but yeah. nobody. So that's deal.
0: interesting. That's interesting wrinkle they put in there because they had had those like thin ropes, which are hard, but they're they're worn in enough that there's that they're grippy. But then those new ropes sometimes have like that gloss on them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like was it like smoother, like almost like a plasticky feel?
0: Yeah, and it did. It feel like that?
1: Uh yeah, it did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. What did it looked yeah. like we we're pretty slick, and and I think we saw at least certainly on the women's side. I think we saw some slips, um, you know, from from that we're trying to grab it and go.
0: Oh, uh, Alex Walker. She was in second, and she oh, yeah, she that's missed right. the multi
1: rate. So missed the missed the rope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's tough.
0: Yeah, that, that, that I think the women's field had our. Really, really hard time. So, what did you what What would you have changed about this course? I mean, we we know you like the nasty terrain. Um, What kind of things would you like to have seen from something like this?
1: You know, um, I wonder if if we want everything to be standardized like across the board, then even for like the sandbags, whether they're dry or wet, there's always variation in the weight. So, why use sandbags at all? Right? Why not use just weights or some sort of standard thing right that is that we know is the same weight across all uh, all of them uh and maybe can't get saturated wet or can't get saturated the night before um, right you know, so that's one thing where hey we're all on the same course we're all doing the same obstacles um, those are one obstacles where you can get lucky or not lucky depending on what you grab Possibly, uh, so maybe, maybe there's something there.
0: And, and Herquois, there's almost no reason for it not to be a, f- a 45 pound and a 15 pound plate,
1: right? As, as yep. opposed
0: to a sandbag.
1: I mean, in Savage, right? They have that chain thing, the chain, like, yeah. Like, so it actually gets heavier as it goes up, which is kind of a cool concept, yeah. Um, but, uh, not to say that they need to copy that, but just something that's we know all those chains are the same weight, right? Totally. I mean, the 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 rain isn't gonna affect it right um, otherwise the terrain itself i thought was good i mean i like technical tough terrain i you'll never hear me complain that oh it's too rocky or too muddy or too slippery because this is obstacle course racing it's not track mm-hmm. right like that's kind of part of the point um so uh yeah so that's okay um and uh yeah. I mean, otherwise, I mean, I think they did a great job of like mapping this course out. It was pretty accurate for the first time. This was like 13.3, maybe 13.4 miles is what I had. Um, which is a lot closer than a lot of the other races that yeah. maybe 13 plus, right? For a beast. Um, you know, so that was nice. And uh, yeah, and then the swim was good. I mean, I like that they made it a longer swim. I think it it's, it, you know, it makes it more of a challenge for people.
0: Now that you have an appropriate, uh, swim technique and understand how the buoy layout would be. Yeah.
1: Now I, now I understand the buoys. I, now I you mean,
0: run it back. Yeah. When you look back at it, you have some time to digest it. Like if you had like a post-race debrief, like what is something that you think you could have done better?
1: Uh, well, you know, so man, good question. Aside from the obvious, right? The obvious mistakes that were made. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I could taper it back even more in that first three miles. And just hang with, I don't know.
0: With that pack? Like, is that something you think about? I mean, the way I you mean, sound, it doesn't seem like you really no, did expend too much.
1: I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have helped me that much, honestly. Like, yeah. I really don't. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's not much else I would change aside from, uh, you know, the, you know, not doing as, not touching as many of the Hercoist bags and just going straight to burpees. But that, that's hindsight too. That's tough. No, I mean, I would, I would do everything pretty much the same way. I think my nu- nutrition was on point. Uh, hydration was on point. Uh, they had a lot of waters out there for everybody. So I didn't have to carry water with me. I mean, I just had two. Oh, nice. I had two goos in my pocket. And that's what I left with. And um, so I you
0: didn't them. take them. I took them. I took them. Oh, that's,
1: okay. that's all I had at the starting line. Ah, I I see. I I didn't carry anything else and I didn't feel I really needed anything else. Um, so yeah, everything else was good. Could have slept a little bit more the night before, but everybody, you know, has to do that. I had to work full day and then drive down there. Right. Um, so I didn't get down there till later. But uh um, but yeah, it was great. It was great. Got there early, warmed up a lot. I I suggest that for anybody um who wants to take their racing seriously, like do a significantly longer warm-up to get your body ready for. You know, for that uh off the line start. S-
0: especially as we in advance in age. I've actually had some people ask questions like the first mile, I just feel horrible. It's just like my heart like jumps into my throat. It's like, Well, what, yeah. what kind of warm up are you doing? They're like, Warm up. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? So you're doing nothing. Do more than nothing.
1: And yeah, you will feel yeah. better in the first mile. Yeah. Get that feeling, that feeling of your first mile. Do that before the race starts.
0: Get it out yeah. of the way.
1: Just yeah, just get it out of the way.
0: Yep. What were you most happy with?
1: Oh, I was happy with um, I was happy with the way I was able to run. I mean, I was happy with my cadence. I was happy with the ability to push and mentally stay alert and focused. Aside from the swim, where I, you know, made that mistake, but I always felt like connected, right? And and nice. when I wanted it, it was there, right? When I wanted to push, when I needed like a little extra um, you know, I, I, I had it in me. Um, and so that was a good thing. Obviously everybody's legs are absolutely zapped at the top of these hills and maybe after, you know, a couple of tough, you know, obstacles, but, um, yeah, but I felt like I rebounded quickly and was able to, uh, to stay in contention. And then also, you know, I mean, we talk about this a lot, like the race isn't over till you hit the finish line. So those spots, you know, I can't, I went from first, I dropped down to like six, and then was able to bounce back, you know, bounce back to fourth and and potentially could have been third. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't, don't think that your race is over when you're halfway or three quarters into it and you're not where you want to be. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain about fourth place. I think um, not many people had me. I, I don't know if people had me in the top five or not, you know, but it doesn't really matter. I belong in the top five. Totally. Um, yeah. And I, I feel personally... I feel like I belong on the podium in in a lot of cases. Um, Not that I'm entitled to it; you got to work for it. But But you're going to go after it. I feel like I'm capable. I feel like I'm capable.
0: And that's one thing that you have done really well this year. And from what from what I can see, is that you do stay engaged and you run the race, and you always are. Like it's it's rarely a a lack of effort that that is going to take you out of it. So that that running the race all the way through is something that, that you do really well and i don't think everybody does stay engaged that way
1: yeah yeah no i appreciate that no you'll never i never throw in the towel before you know before the finish i'm going to push all the way through and um you know let the chips you know or let the what do they say chips fall Car- fall where they may fall where they may yeah that's, that's it. so i yeah and you have to you, you have to do it that way i mean we've got one race left in the series right which is big bear big bear I but you, you have it? a
0: score you have right you, you have a it. Right.
1: Yep. I mean, I'm I'm sitting in third place right now. We've got VJ with only two races, so VJ can make that bump up ahead of me, which likely will. And then, um, you know, so that puts me in fourth. The only way I could get ahead of Woods is if I do really, really well at Big Bear. Like I'm talking first.
0: You would need a first or a second.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because so, he, he
0: has a second, a third, and a fourth.
1: Yeah, so I'd have to win. You right have to, you have to beat to play him, right? You could tie him, right? Right. So you got to assume we've got VJ, Ryan, um, and Woods up there, like somewhere in the in top three spots. Um, we've got this close to me. I don't know what I don't know where it is right now. I don't really pay that close of attention, but I know. Me, Battress, Mark it, Tyler Veerman, you know, everybody's kind of
0: I don't think Batras could like he would have to also get like a second. Cause I think his second best finish was maybe this one, a ninth. Yeah. Like he really popped that race at Asheville.
1: That was awesome. That it was, was awesome. True. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's such a good runner, man. Um and, 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 and he I- went
0: after this one. He he was when I saw he went out hard and then I saw his results. I figured he died in the middle, but he
1: he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. No, he sat in second for a long time. Yeah. I think uh, I think having to do burpees at the hoist was tough, right? If he had gotten the Hercoist and then been able to keep pushing, did he miss something else? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, so we were in the swim together. Um, so you, he to dropped back just before that, but you
0: wouldn't have seen him after Hercoist because he missed the Hercoist and then.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I can see Big Bear I I could see him coming out and like throwing down a big bear for you know it's it's close to him. It's he doesn't have to travel all the way across the country. Um, you know, obviously he's he's super fit. Um yeah, maybe maybe that can be maybe that can be a great race too.
0: Yeah. And he was in Hawaii last weekend. So he flew
1: Oh, that's right.
0: He flew all the way like from the island. He was like halfway through the Pacific flying to
1: and we so all know that going, going east is tough, right? For these early morning races, flying to the east coast is you tough. lose so much you're like time. Coast, and you're flying west, it's not bad. You
0: gain some time, yeah. Some time.
1: But yeah, that's that's tough. I forgot that he had raced to Hawaii the weekend before. Which, yeah. Um, hey, I mean, if you can go to Hawaii and race, why not? But it, it, it may he may still have been recovering from that.
0: I'd imagine. Um, well, cool, man. So we're thinking. You're not quite sure, Big Bear or um, I'm sorry, Tahoe or OCR or World Championships yet, right?
1: Yep, I'm still on the fence between those. Um, yeah, well, let's see what happens with the team situation and you know and what makes the most sense. But uh, but yeah, expect to see me at one of those places.
0: Either way, we know you're gonna give it all you got. You're Everything. Push it all the way to the end. All of it. Always.
1: Every else.
0: Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking time and awesome job. Really, fourth place is. Great, great, great result for something like that. So, I
1: nice right, appreciate it, Rich. Thanks for all your guidance, coaching, your support. It's been fun, man. Go torque, go torque, go torque.
0: All right, we're live. Annie, what's up?
2: <laughs> hey, Rich. Um, doing well. How are you?
0: Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm excited to kind of dive into this. This race seemed really serious. I Spartan hasn't posted the the female race, have they yet?
2: Um, I haven't seen it. No, I saw that they posted the men's and like started watching that, but uh, that's all yeah. I've seen.
0: They got a full hour of the men's. So it seems like they're making, they're doing like a lot of, they must have caught a lot of coverage. Um, yeah. They had the drones out there. Did you see them? Were they like in your but, way?
2: Yeah, they were everywhere, especially at the start. I mean, you see them like flying all over.
0: <laughs> yeah. I always thought that'd be a good way to do it, but I guess the battery life's pretty bad. Like it's only like.
2: Yeah. Thirty minutes
0: of battery or something like that.
2: Yeah, I've looked into get it. I've looked into drones a lot, actually. I got one um, for like a week once, and it ended up like flying straight into a wall. Um, <laughs> and so I took it back. I was like, um, <laughs> "This doesn't work." So I really want one, but <laughs> there's like no good options right now.
0: Was it like one of the ones that would follow you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get it for climbing. Um, yeah. And I took it on a trail run, and it like it went straight into right a wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was thinking like the same thing for just uh, like training content to have, and like have like follow things for runs and workouts. But they're pretty expensive if you want anything that's like decent. Yeah,
2: yeah. And
0: and the battery life is pretty poor. yeah one day they'll get there uh so how are you feeling how was like how are you physically feeling after that we're recording this on tuesday so it's been a couple days you ran the sprint as well so you had uh two chances to get at that course so how, how are you physically holding up
2: um still pretty beat up i yeah more so than usual i think after that race like my whole lower leg like legs are just trashed from i think just all the terrain and like nasty mud and everything just like my my calves, my ankles, my shins even are just like pretty fired up.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So, um, Do you think that's because it's uh because I mean the ele- uh the elevation gain was more in Utah or is it about the same?
2: All things considered? Um, I actually d- don't know. I th- it was a lot. It was like I think 4000 or something. Um, that is a lot. And but so just more up and
0: down, right? Oh,
2: l- it just constant up and down and to me like I think the most frustrating part of this race was I never really felt like I was running. Like I huh. felt like I was just, you know, stumbling the entire time. I mean, the first couple of miles are pretty runnable, but then like once once you hit I want to say that first sandbag carry or maybe even before that like there's a chunk of like probably 10 miles of just pretty relentless like woods and slippery rocks and creek crossings and at one point I think I was waist deep in orange mud like it was just (laughs) it was so gnarly like and I'm just I'm just not used to that it's so hard to train for that and like it, I was just getting super frustrated.
0: <laughs> it's almost the opposite of what you have on the West coast, right? Where totally. everything, everything is dry and hard packed totally. dirt kind of. So what did you think about the course in general? I mean, since it was a little bit out of what you potentially prepare for, uh, what, what do you, and, but you've done, you did West Virginia in 2019, right? Yeah. So, uh, you've been on this course before. Was it what you remembered or how, what did you like it more or less? Or how did you feel about the course in general?
2: it was, it was much tougher from what I remembered. I mean, I didn't have a great race in 2019, but like, I remember it being much more runnable than it was this past year. I think a lot of that had to do with just the humidity and like Mm -hmm. being, to me, it hit me like a ton of bricks, like right out the gate. I was just like, not feeling great. I felt like this, like bit of nausea from the start. Um, which I never get, like, I never feel like that. So it was just kind of not great for me, like physically. And Mm then, um, and then just because they've been getting all this rain, like constantly for the past few weeks, um, I think everything was just so saturated that in 2019, I don't remember it being this slippery and this like muddy. Um, And for me, like, I feel like I'm a decent, I'm decent at technical stuff. But once it gets super slick like that, I'm just like, I'm just sliding all over the place, rolling my ankle. Like, just feel like I didn't have traction on anything. It was, it was just rough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, I don't remember being too nasty in 2019 either. I remember just like, I don't even remember being that bushwhacky. I know there was woods, but, and the wetness that year was mostly, like the morning dew or just like the humidity and things like that. But I don't remember it being, I don't think they got a tremendous amount of rain leading into that. So would you say that like the, that was like your least favorite part about it? Just that it was so slick and just like hard to run over like the wet logs or wet like sticks and rocks and things.
2: I think so. Yeah. Like, as you know, I've been having some like ankle issues to begin with. So it like, it didn't take long for me to just be in in pretty bad pain, like mm. with my ankles just turning over constantly. And it was just, yeah, just frustrating. Like I'm fine having sections with that. Like I think it's pretty fun. Like I really enjoyed the mud and stuff in Jacksonville actually, but like for have, to have such a long part of the race be like that. and And on top of it, like I was on my own for, you know, after I – like with the bell early on I never saw any of the elite women till the end and so like to be out in the woods in no man's land like dealing with that crap it was it was just tough like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just didn't feel like I was racing anymore I was like I don't know how far ahead people are I don't know how, how like who's behind me or how far they are so I didn't have like any like big fire lit to like catch anyone or be chased by anyone. It was just kind of like getting through it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've been in those circumstances before where it's, I I just like not sure how hard of a time people are having in front of me or behind me. It's like, I don't, it's hard to know how you're doing. So I get what you mean by, by like feeling like you're in, in no man's land there. And so let's just, let's talk about that because I mean, what I did see was what Spartan did have on their Instagram and leading in going into the race, you were there was a a, a little bit of a pack with, yeah. uh, like, did, who? How did the opening pack turn? Because I d- I didn't see any coverage until the uh, stairway. That was the first time I saw anything of the race at all, which was pretty pretty early, right? That was yeah. was that even like a mile, like two miles in? Yeah, not I got even.
2: It- But yeah probably like a mile and a half in yeah it
0: looks like it was right before the second second mile um so how was the race plan It looked like you were like where you typically would be and at stairway to sparta you you it seemed like you're the only person who did it (laughs) like you got up and over it (laughs) and i was like oh my god it's happening again like you just kind of did you just find yourself in first place after sparta
2: um i actually was leading the race until uh right before that i We went out what I felt like probably the slowest start um, that I can remember in recent times and like even slower than Utah, which really like kind of threw me off in a way because I wasn't expecting that. Um, Or maybe I was just a little like excited. And so just getting fit. Yeah, maybe (laughs) like I don't know what it was, but like. I knew I kind of knew what we had in store in in this course later on and like a lot of it doesn't really play to my advantage so I think I got a little bit antsy and um sorry um just just wanted to kind of like make a little bit of a gap there knowing like the first few miles were really dense with the obstacles so like in case there was going to be like you know fighting for lanes or anything i wanted to be sure i like got ahead so um mm-hmm. so or pretty early on i just kind of like made a little bit of a gap and then right before stairway was like a little bit of a technical section where that's where Lindsay had caught me and then
0: um i think rose was yeah. right there too and
2: then rose was behind her i think yeah so then yeah it's funny like i got over that obstacle and immediately after is the box like very little running in between. And I saw that they had opted for the penalty loop. And by the time I was on top of the box, they were at the obstacle. And I was like, Jesus, like, I just wait. I got, <laughs> I used all my strength to get up that friggin stairway. And then, yeah. like, they had already caught me. It was kind of frustrating. And then I think, yeah, we can get into that later. But like, when I was doing burpees, like a few minutes later it was just so defeating. Cause so I was like, God damn it. Like I could have got, I could have whiffed the bell on one of these like little tiny penalty loops. And yet here I am doing burpees.
0: I felt that exact. I didn't even think about that. Like for the most part, I'm like, okay, good. Penalty loops make sense just because it takes the, the subjectivity out of the burpees and getting burpee penalties, getting like, have you ever had a time penalty given to you because of burpee form or anything?
2: Yes. It's
0: the, it's like what like how are you supposed to even like like and it's just like the volunteers word and just kind of comes out yep. of nowhere and like it, it's it it's, it's a bummer. So like when they're putting these penalties, it's like okay, great, that makes sense. It's going to take that all out, but now these penalties are not even. It's like why is it's random is
2: random?
0: It's random like for you missing uh, a beater and which I would say which is certainly a more failable obstacle than stairway to sparta in a typical race mm-hmm. you know but their penalty for failing a less difficult uh, obstacle was less than failing a difficult one it was just like then that doesn't make it fair at all i was like that's 30 bur- that's that so i like i never thought about it that way until it happened in that moment i was like oh this isn't fair this is crazy why would that be that way um so I'm sure that you were also <laughs> – was that was that going through your mind? Did you think that?
2: Yeah, 100%. Because, yeah. like, there were multiple obstacles really early on that were very quick penalty loops. Like, Olymp, uh, yeah, I think Olympus um, – can't remember which other ones, but – There yeah, was there Box, like, Twister. There, yeah, five obstacles that had, like, a quick, easy penalty loop. And then Beater just happened to be the one – the one like, yeah, like you said, like more failable obstacle that happened to be burpees, and like it was just like a silly thing, and it was just frustrating.
0: Yeah, at that point, were were you? So you were in second at that point, right? Lindsay had yep. Lindsay had gone past you after at wherever that was going on after it's box a was log it? Log carry. Oh, okay, is that where that like she she caught she, up at log she carry? She made a
2: big gap on me because. I swear, it's like we got in that water, and I'm be- I'm right behind her, and I immediately fell over. Like, I, like <laughs> I just like chose a bad line. I was like tripping and falling, and like like I almost dropped the log several times. And I swear she just like pranced through it like a right over water. I was, like, yeah. what is going on? I'm like trying my best to like be in line with her. And she's not tripping at all. I'm just, like, falling over. So, yeah, that, she made a pretty big gap.
0: That uh, same kind of thing happened on the on the men's race because that was part of the worries that did catch. Um, Batris was leading the race at that point, and he was, like, in the middle of the lane and was, like, chest high in water. And, like, Logan was all the way hugging the – the, the rope the side, and he was like yeah. on his ankles and he just like walked right past him <laughs> and mark's like falling over dropping it he's having a terrible time it must have been the same exact experience that you had yeah. um so that's where so she got away from there and then beater is not until so how much further is beater i don't even see it on this
2: um when was that it wasn't
0: long. it's not on this uh, list
2: yeah oh you're right it wasn't on the map i don't remember actually like where that was in relation probably close
0: yeah was it after like pipe layer and all that
2: it was right after pipe layer okay i wonder if this if this is on camera or not but i uh (laughs) they always make fun of pipe layer being like one of those like just stupid obstacles and i of course I mean not that this is a failure, but like getting out of pipe layer, I tripped on the <sighs> last like bar and just like face plant into the grass. Like I'm just like fully on my stomach and get up and do that silly thing. I think I think that might be also part of the reason why I just went into beater like a little shooken up. Yeah. I'm like yeah. faceplanting a second before.
0: Um, it was, it was just but, that yeah. kind of day. If pipe, pipe layer, if pipe layer is going to give you a problem, it's a tough day ahead. Uh. So I think probably most people did see at least on Instagram and like they kind of ran it back a couple times of uh, ORM ran it back a bunch, right? Okay. Did you see how they kind of put it up? And so you went through it and you looked great going through it. The the way that you were going, just like monkey swinging through it. Most people, I don't think, were opting for that on those on those obstacles. Did you do the same thing for the monkey bars earlier, or did you did you match on those? You do the same thing.
2: I felt good, like yeah, my obstacle game has been feeling really good, like on Twister, which actually Twister did a little bit. Um, I didn't feel great about that in Asheville. Um, I think I just like chosen a bad lane or something uh, to, uh, on Saturday, like I flew through twister. I was skipping like most of the rungs and one of the volunteers was like, I think you just made up 20 seconds on Lindsay and on this one obstacle. So it was like, I think I also was feel I was feeling pretty good. Um, it looked like it. obstacles and just trying to like take advantage of that. Like any few seconds that I can gain on an obstacle is like, you know, seconds that like matter later on when it gets all technical and I'm mm-hmm. not as great at that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I was just trying to like take any seconds I could get early in that race. And then it, it just led to a stupid error. Yeah.
0: yeah, Like you said, but at, when you're at the level of being podium contention, those seconds matter. Yeah. Right. And like, right. and it seems like the way you go through, it takes a little bit less energy. Do you ever bent arm match? Is that, like something you have, need to do
2: um i have done that on beater before um that obstacle used to used to freak me out because i failed it the first couple times i did it i think it also used to be way harder
0: the jack the first time it rolled out in jacksonville in 2019 were mm-hmm. you at that were you at that race
2: no, no, I wasn't. But I was at one of the early races where they had it. They
0: made a the reach like incredibly too long. So I think, far, yeah, yeah. I think Nicole that race was the only person that, who got who who managed to get through it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, when you're able to kind of get through it the way that you're you're swinging through it, it does look a little bit more efficient. Um. And talk about the gloves, because you, what kind of gloves were those that you're wearing?
2: Uh they were gorilla gorilla grip gloves, which um a lot of the girls use and I think they're great.
0: <laughs> it seemed like they were working pretty well. It felt confident to to swing with a straight arm on it.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it felt good on I would say all the metal obstacles and then I think what I liked it the most for were things like like the atlas carry, just like mm. having like a little bit more of a grip cuz everything was so ma- muddy and wet. It's like dewy. Um so stuff like that I, I really liked having them um they do get really hot like do you they, get hot wearing them but
0: do they not get soaked I mean when they get wet do they not just get slick
2: um they do so like by the time the swim came around my gloves were off like yeah. I wasn't gonna put them back on after that but um but yeah I think I, I had them on I did take them off for z-ball just because I don't like how they feel on those kind of things, but I kept them on for Olympus, kept them on for most of the first like three-ish miles of that race. I had them on. Yeah.
0: So going through Peter, let's stay here with that. Like, so there was one last bar, yeah. right? Did you just see it was, did it seem like, a, like obviously at the, in the moment it seemed like it was reachable, Right.
2: Yeah, it was just one of those, like, misjudgments. I think I I think I usually skip that bar because um, mm. I, usually, I usually have a lot of momentum going through that obstacle. I think maybe I just was a little more cautious and didn't have quite the same amount of swing as I usually do. But it definitely has me second-guessing. Like, I think it shook me a little. Now I'm going to probably be a little <laughs> more cautious, especially when it's wet like that, um, rebuild my confidence on – All of it. I I think that this happens to everyone at some point. That's what everyone keeps saying to me. But it's like it definitely shakes you a little just like knowing you could feel so confident about something and then you just make a silly. It's like a race brain kind of thing. Yeah,
0: it's just one of those OCR things. You know, something, something can, can go wrong. And Riker said that exact same thing we were talking about. We're kind of following the race as it was happening. he's like, yeah, it's like a rite of passage. You just like have to whiff it at one point. Was that the first time you've whiffed a a bell? Yeah, it was. Uh, Yeah. I've I've missed, (laughs) I've missed in situations where I've given like a last ditch effort, like where I was like, I might not get there. So I got to go, but never like how, like you're feeling good. You're cruising through. You're like, let's keep running. And then just. Yeah. Um, that's tough. So we talked about the burpee part and then pretty much this, that's kind of where your race just not ended, but sort of like, you're kind of in no man's land then because, uh, Rose and Alex, they must not have been too far behind you at that point.
2: Right. Yeah. I was halfway through my burpees when they both, they both came through at the same time. Um, and yeah, by the time I finished burpees, like, I couldn't see him I didn't even see them, like... I think I saw Lindsay at one point, like, she was coming back. You know that out and back on the bridge? Yeah. Part? I think she was coming back, um, which, like, that's, that's pr- a pretty long area. Like, I knew that was going to be tough to make up that much ground because you have an obstacle on the other side and then still have to run all the way back, but... I I somehow missed Rose and Alex in between that section. So I don't know how far ahead they were, but like people I kept I kept passing people who were saying like it's a long race, like just keep your head in the game, chip away at it, but like it's easier said than done. Like sometimes I find that like if I fail something, it almost gives me like a little bit of an extra like fire to push harder throughout the race but i think when it happens so early on and like you never know how far back you are it's like almost tougher because you still have to conserve like you're not you're not gonna like go all out to try and catch these people with over 10 miles left in the race right like, you right decision there so
0: that's the race that you were in at that point right it wasn't yeah. like what like the situation Lindsay was in when she was chasing you in asheville she missed and she's like well i have no choice but to go as hard as i can and there's like three miles left so if i die i die whatever right it wasn't like the race that you were in you were still in a big long beast and trying to make sure and there was a lot of stuff and like the the people who raised like in the Asheville race, everybody missed obstacles, right? So there was a chance that people were going to miss, and and uh, you'd make if you were just conservative and being able to kind of catch up and, and making and strike in those moments. Did anybody in front of you miss in, in obstacles l- later on? How was her, how was um, Herkhoist for you
2: guys? Hercuist was ridiculously heavy. Yeah, um, I remember it- Sunday stands out to me more than Saturday It's just like, I I thought I might not get it up. Um, Saturday just, it took a lot of effort, but like it was fine. Um, it just felt like you would, you would make like a big pull, but then it would like drop a little each time, which like never happens to me. So I was just like, Oh my God, am I just so weak right now? Or is this thing like a million pounds? Like it's, it was like lifting me off of the fence. Um, which like, I don't think has ever happened. So,
0: we well, yeah, yeah, was, was, it, was it slipping it through your hands? All are your hands still pretty?
2: We, did you use the gloves slipping. for that or no? No, this was yeah, right at that after. It's after the swim. Yeah. yeah. So, it wasn't the apps. The like ropes were dry. Um, I have had races where the rope is wet, and that adds a, a whole nother challenge. But these were dry. It was just so heavy, like yeah, like ridiculously heavy. Yeah,
0: I heard that, and the uh, guy's in like Logan Mists – batras missed his yeah -hmm. Yeah, and i'm sure there's others uh later in the race that also missed some but yeah that 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 was probably an unexpected surprise after this one how was the swim for you did you see anybody doing the swim were they out of the water when you got in
2: so i heard that um rose and alex were still in the water when i got in i never saw them um like i was kind of just focused on myself getting it took a while like i don't i never went back and looked at the data but like I would say it was between 5 and 10 minutes, the swim. It's crazy. So, like, even if they were still in the water, they could still be, like, at least 5 minutes ahead. Like, a
0: mile ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: But the swim was fine. It actually, like, it was so freaking hot that, like, I was just – I needed it so bad. Like, getting in that water was such a relief, and I just kept, like, going under the water to just try and cool off. Um, Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's why they put that. I mean, it, it's certainly a challenge, right? And in the men's race, Mark Godet made up a bunch of time. He got it in sixth and passed two people in his swim. So, like, and Veerman made a move on that. And sorry, I'm just referencing the guys. It's the only thing yeah. I was able to see so far. But um, so moves were made. Like it is, but I wonder if they put it in there because they know it's so hot. Like that race is so long, and and it's such a terrible time of year that it's going to just be brutal. Um, maybe they are just. Yeah looking out for you. Maybe. Um, How did you swim through it? Were you just like
2: Um, freestyling,
0: backstroke? Yeah, I
2: did like just like front stroke with like very minimal kicking, just trying to like not cramp, try to like relax and breathe as much as I could. Um, I'm not a great swimmer. So like Mm. there were plenty of people who were moving faster than I was, I'm sure. But I, you know, I just, just keep moving. Like as long as you're not hanging around like <laughs> dog doggy like, yeah. you're gonna you're probably you're probably not gonna make up or lose a ton of time um yeah i'd imagine so
0: well you had some pool yeah. time during your injury last year so yeah <laughs> just all prep yeah all prep
2: yeah
0: and then in the, in the later stuff uh i mean it's just a bummer like it's hard to have like really a race breakdown when you were just by yourself <laughs> Yeah. But nailed your spear. Yep. <laughs> so what do what are you thinking now in terms of so Tahoe's next, right?
2: Tahoe is next, like praying that it happens. Um
0: Yeah, what do you think? Oh like just wildfires and COVID stuff. There's two things here that might deter it. It's yeah. not great there right now, right?
2: It's not. It's I mean the fire is rapidly like approaching that area right now um it's I think it's spread like 20 to 30 miles in the past couple of days Jeez. north so uh, they evacuated like the southwest portion of the lake like all those towns wow um, and I it's only I mean I think it's like fifteen percent contained at this point so I don't I'm worried about it for sure um I mean this whole this whole state's struggling right now so it's going
0: to be in your in your experience being there with because i you know i catch what i can catch and i follow it but it's not like it doesn't affect my air quality like i can't yeah. see it nothing changes like I'm, I'm i catch what's going on in the news but i don't feel it the way that that you might there what is it typically like like how long does do these things i know that, i know like they're so hard because they're so uh like you can't really they're unpredictable but in your experience How long can this thing be going on typically?
2: Oh, I mean, it totally depends on the weather. So, like, with it being such Mm. a dry year, we're just, like, everything's, it's just igniting. Like, it's so dry and you get any sort of, like, wind or, like, the right, like, the right conditions and everything just ignites so it's definitely concerning. I think I, I really just think it's gonna, it's gonna keep burning until we get any sort of precipitation, which typically up there, it would be in the next few, in the next few weeks would be like the first probably storm. So whether it be like rain or snow, I don't know. But um, so I think until that happens, we're kind of in the tough spot. So.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. it's scary. And it's sad. And but yeah, it snows. It snows. It snowed the past couple of times yeah. we had the race in Tahoe.
1: Yeah. Every
0: time I go there, it's like a million degrees, 100% humidity here. Go to freaking Tahoe. It's, it's <laughs> snowing, freezing right. cold. No way to prep for that. Um. Yeah. So if you had to do the race over, uh, not like not like leaving out a uh, beater. Like, what kind of what, what do you think you would have done to improve on this, or 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 what do you what do you look back on the race and uh, think that you could could have done better
2: yeah um a lot of it was just my mental game like i think i i just didn't have it like i didn't feel i just didn't have the fight as much as i usually do um i was getting i felt like i was getting punched over and over like by the terrain and then the like freaking bees and then, like, <laughs> yeah but yeah
0: how many you got you say you got done four times
2: Yeah and yeah. they like I have welts like all over oh my, my leg God. they're so itchy but like <laughs> when you itch them they they hurt it's like the worst thing ever And yeah oh, just really? like it was like misery to be honest like I've never I've never wanted to drop so bad in a race but every time like I had this huge urge to drop I was like out in the middle of the woods where I was like, even at this point to like get me back to the festival would be like, I don't even know where I am. So your
0: best bet at, is just to run there. At, at <laughs> moving, follow the, follow the flags. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah it, it's just one of those things. Like I think, I think that venue will always be tough for me because it's, there's just so many factors that I like, I find it difficult to like prepare for Um, like between the weather, the humidity, the terrain, the mud, like unless you, unless you're living and training out there, it's, it's really, really tough. Um, But yeah, gotta work on the mental side too, I think.
0: Yeah, it's certainly, I mean, the course is certainly going to be more advantageous for an East coaster. It's, it's just an East coast race like through and through. So you say that with the mental piece, but you took the race out, right? You, you engaged in it early. Why do you, why do you think that mentally you weren't in it?
2: I just think like it was one of those, something went wrong and I didn't handle it the way as well as I want, wanted to. Like I just, I kind of like let it slip and didn't just didn't have like a fight in me that reel it back in like i i know i'm capable of it i know um i know that like like having had that happen so early in the race it should have been almost easy for me to reel it back in like i don't i don't really get why i let it i let it get so bad but it just happened
0: (laughs) i was just uh the um woman i had on the podcast that released earlier this week rachel uh vonderak who is a uh, crossfit athlete and a hybrid race athlete she had she had a chance to go to the crossfit game she was like in this event and was doing really well and then had one event that just like completely ruined her chances like and she said during it she just like melted down essentially because it was something that she envisioned but then didn't have the didn't know how to handle it once it was there and it was something that she's never experienced before. And this is the first obstacle you've missed. I think this year that wasn't the spear.
2: Um, yeah, probably.
0: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's, I don't know that it's a learning experience from that perspective, right? Because you think you would be able to do what you wanted to do in those moments. But then when it, when it hits you, it's like adjusting the, like your, your, mindset and being able to go through it so are you you, have you been thinking about that since then
2: yeah i've been thinking about it and trying to like figure out what like what about it was just not working that day um and i think i actually i don't i don't think it was all all my like mental game i think like i i wanted to push and there were like only very few sections that I felt like I could push. Like, it would be, like, I, I'd want to, you know, start closing the gap, and all of a sudden it would be this, like, treacherous downhill where we cross a river and I would fall on my face and, like, have to get back up. And it was just a constant, like, this and that and whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I like to think that it's, like, going to fuel me a little bit more in this next few weeks of training. So.
0: For sure. Like your fitness is there. And if anything, it's just going to make you more prepared for when it happens next time.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, cause will happen again at some point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
0: Cool. So we've got Tahoe next potentially then big bear, right? Mate big bear for sure.
2: Big bear. Yep. Um, yeah.
0: It's been a season. This is a grind. This seems like it's been a grind.
2: It's it has like, I feel like the past, uh like since utah it's kind of just been like this whirlwind of like race recover and then race again and recover and race like i know i don't feel like i've really been like training training it's been just kind of like trying not like i've had like little tiny injuries popping up here and there and like trying to like keep those at bay while still like maintaining fitness and like and each of the races are pretty different so like Mm -hmm you don't, you're not really, it's, like, been hard for me to try and switch gears so quickly, Um, you know, Asheville and West Virginia were kind of similar, but, but I really didn't struggle much with the Asheville course, like I did in West Virginia, even the humidity and stuff didn't feel nearly as, as bad, so it was, like, I I thought I came in, like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do well in West Virginia, because, like, Asheville felt pretty good to me, and then, and nope, it was just like slap you in the face kind of thing. And like, yeah, down when you're already down, <laughs>
0: like Sting, stingy with bees. Yeah. That, that's uh, I thought that was going to be the case too. That the Asheville race was going to be a parallel to this, but it seemed like a lot of people were struggling. I saw like hundreds of burpees people were doing, like multiple penalty loops, like just really having a, a terrible time, <laughs> a terrible time. But yeah, this. I, I always would complain about the length of the Spartan season. That's like February to uh, um, September or whatever is is pretty insane. But at the same time, the way that it's now, it's like, yeah, they're, they're jamming four races from – when was Utah? That was like July, Utah, wasn't it? It was
2: like end of July, I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, you've had three races in a month pretty much, and then – Another one in, in another three weeks, right. so it's, it's like four it's races, just longer, like jammed yeah. in. So it's almost it's probably better the longer way, with more time in between, because it seems like yeah, I would, I would love for you to have a break, <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, like, I mean that was why, like, I I really was kind of leaving West Virginia. Well, so originally, like when Asheville wasn't part of the the race series, oh right, I had West Virginia on the calendar. Um, But once they put Asheville on the calendar I was like you know what I want to have a longer break before Tahoe like and get really geared up for that because it's a beast like that's a tough tough course and you got to be prepared in all the ways so like I you know I was thinking like West Virginia might not be worth it to travel out between the travel and like it's not super cheap to get out there from the west coast and all this stuff I was like it's not worth it but yeah, I get talked into it and now I'm like, was that the right, was that the right move? Like, should I just, should I have just stuck with like what I felt was the right move? Um, so it's, it's tough to say, like, I think I definitely learned a lot in that race, but like, I definitely set me back a little bit, like this week at least isn't going to be, you know, I'm not going to get a ton of quality stuff in, so we'll see.
0: Yeah. And at this point, there's nothing you can do, but to continue to push forward. And everybody else is pretty much in the same boat. You yeah. know, most, most of the people did go out to that race and you've just been on fire. You're like, let's keep racing.
2: Yeah. Let's yeah. keep going.
1: <laughs>
0: um, well, cool. Anyway, well, I appreciate you taking time. Uh, you know, I, I know, I know you're posting that you, you posted that you're, that you're like, Oh, it's kind of a, I don't know what the you said. Not disappointing. Did you say disappointing something along those
2: lines? Um, it wasn't disappointing. It was, like, I don't what know. Was the, it was you used bittersweet, the, I think. Like, it was... Yeah. I don't know what I said, but, like, I'm not thrilled about it. Like, I'm not thrilled with some of the, you know, way that I handled it. But at the same time, like, you know, I pushed through. Like, it was still very, very much, like, a sufferfest. And I, like, kept grinding away, kept grinding away until, like, you know, kept... Like, I, if I had dropped, like, the, if I would put, be putting myself in a worse position than if I had just pushed through because, mm-hmm. like, ultimately I raised my, like, series score overall. So there's, like, there's plenty of, of you know, good that came out of it for sure. But, um, but yeah, it was just, a bummer and like i felt like i made some silly mistakes and then like my mental game wasn't like as great as i'd wanted it to be and you know
0: right and it's like we talk about it a lot it's like people will see your outcome you got fourth i don't even think we said that you got fourth mm-hmm. and people see outcomes like, that's amazing it's so good like yeah you did better in the series and snap but like the way that you're the that you're talking about how you felt in the race after is kind of what the the bitter of the bittersweet right. is right not necessarily like like not necessarily missing obstacle, how you placed or anything like that, but just like how you felt during it. So I get what you're saying for sure. Well, cool. Well, we'll see you in Tahoe, potentially Mm -hmm. fingers crossed. So thanks for joining.
2: Thank you.